Ready for a special offer on a print subscription to Premier Guitar? Visit shop.premierguitar.com now and use this coupon, PODCAST15. That's P-O-D-C-A-S-T-1-5 to get 15% off a one-year subscription to our in-depth coverage of your favorite artists and the coolest new gear. Offer valid in U.S. only. No Wi-Fi required. Hey everybody, Jason here with PremierGuitar.com and we're here with Dave Amato from REO Speedwagon who is uh, on tour right now with Styx and Ted Nugent. Ted Nugent, right. And uh, so we're going to walk through the uh, the plethora of guitars that you have on the road with you and tell us a little bit about them and then walk through kind of your rack and your amps as well. So let's start here with the guitars and okay. let's pull out, let's start with this double neck one on the end here. Okay. Yeah. Um, this was made uh, for me by a buddy at the custom shop. Um, and uh, Richie Sambora uh, Bon Jovi is a, a real good friend of mine and I saw him with the first one and uh, uh, my buddy made it for him and I said I, I gotta have this one you know and this is this is like I think there's only two of them made Richie's got the number one and this is number two and it's a uh, half of it's an Esquire and half it's a Tele mm -hmm. and it's 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 really cool I think Richie has a Paizo pickup in his he, he kind of did a couple of different I said mm -hmm. I just want it stock you know right. so so it's it's kind of worked like a Gibson 12 string uh, this go up you know is that neck down is that neck and the middle is both which you never use but right. and um, it's just uh, the toggle of course it can't have that pickup there's no pickup there but right. it works kind of on the telly mm -hmm. telly side of it so it's pretty easy volume tone so you don't have it specially set up for some kind of Esquire uh, switching when you switch to this bottom one or you just no. usually always have yeah, it on it the does, back it doesn't really do anything you know just kind of in that position it just it doesn't really you know uh, affect that one it really affects this one and I do one song with uh, time for me to fly with Ario uh, I start on the bottom neck and and I need that pickup for a um, solo so I click it to that that you know right. that pickup and it's kind of it's kind of just kind of a novelty yeah. guitar. It's kind of fun. It's a different. It looks cool. That's what matters, yeah, right? Sorry, Richie. Richie had. I guess I gotta have this too. <laughs> We're buddies. It's yeah, great. Yeah. Uh, Alani Mac, uh, flying. I love flying V's, and uh, this is the Alani Mac. Uh, God, I can't remember when I got this, but from uh, uh, Dave's Guitar Shop oh, in uh, Lacrosse, yeah, yeah, Wisconsin. Yeah, Dave's a good friend of mine too, and uh, he found this for me and. Uh, I love the Bixby in the cool. crotch area here. It's just I just I, I saw that thing. We're like, oh my god, that's awesome! I gotta have one. So. Uh, so what song do you pull this out on? Uh, pretty much encore. Encore. So yeah, sometimes on the encore, I, I you know just for novelty and and people like to look at. It. I love it too. Just you know, I'm a fan of yeah. of these guitars. And I, I have a uh, Karina one too at home that I just swapped out. <laughs> I usually take the Karina on tour, but I wanted the Lonnie just to to be you Something know different. yeah. Um, well, Gibson. Uh, made me a signature model. This is uh, Dave Amato uh, signature model and it's a, a prototype number one mm -hmm. and it has like um, I tried to do uh, the old school like electronics with bumblebee pots and uh, I mean bumblebee uh, capacitors caps and uh, and it doesn't have any push pull on it which some of the other you know guitars have and mm -hmm. I just wanted to make it kind of old school meets new school with the Floyd Rose and these are custom buckers that I think was on the uh, Jimmy Page model or something so I kind of use those pickups and they sound tremendous on it and, uh, and I noticed the the heel in the back on yeah. the back is, is a cutout yeah you can access you know 
uh, way up way up high here without you know like the other get uh, less balls you put your thumb in the front you know so um, it, it's it's they made it for me it's a great great guitar and it, it might go into production um, sometime soon here it's up to Gibson you know yeah. who, next on the line here you know so <laughs> um, and uh, the color it, they never made one in a um, cherry sunburst I wanted real you know traditional uh, color and uh, they also made me a second one, which is prototype two, uh, which is, I'm um, upside down here, huh? Sorry. Uh, which is a, a gold top. I wanted you know, traditional colors, you yeah. know? You know, the, everybody loves a gold top and a cherry sunburst. So, mm -hmm. and again, it's the same appointments. I think this one, we started off with burst buckers, and I. I, I think I'm going to swap these up. I left these in here because it sounded pretty good with burst buckets on this. So these aren't the same pickups as the other no, one? No, okay. I think I'm going to change them out. I think I, I, we, we decided on going with the custom buckers instead of the burst buckers, which I like the burst buckers as well. But, right, right. But, um, I and that's that's kind of your main uh, main Les Paul for the night? Or? The cherry is, is really, okay. yeah, the, the cherry. And um, I'll go to some of the, the flame tops as well. I think, if I'm not mistaken, it's 59. Yeah, there's a flame on that one. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is one of my main ones too. You know, I like the traditional ones. So it's just a, it's a '59 um, custom shop one. Just stock. Just, yeah, stock. Can... Stock pickups. '57 classic pickups. It it just screams. Yeah. It just you know. And I think the the, the more flame on the guitar, the kind of darker or you know heavier heavier it is. So I, I found with all these, I mean, everybody says that, well they're all sunbursts. They're all you know they're all the same. I said no, they they, they sound different. You yeah. know, to different songs. You know, so. Um, so I like that one a lot as well, and the backup for that one is um, this 58. This is a um, an old 58. I think I got from Norm's Rare Guitars in, in LA. I started with started with this one, and it's um, this is kind of the backup for the 59. Yep. Yeah. Um, and another and an, uh, you know redundant another uh, 59, which is kind of a a, a plain top. Yeah. You know so. And that cherry, uh, lemony, whatever. And uh, let's see. And then I go to a uh, on can't fight this feeling. Play this triple pickup Black Beauty '57, oh, yeah. custom shop, with a Bigsby. Uh, my my buddies at the custom shop. I just make do a great job. Mm -hmm. Great job, you know. And it sounds fantastic. '57 classics, which I like in these fatter body guitars. You know, the regular. Um, so do you use what pickup setting do you usually use on one of these? In the beginning of the song, I use like in the middle for those sort of like a little bit of like a synthesizer type type thing, you know, setting. And then uh, for leads, I use that one, right. you know. So pretty much, um, I don't really use uh, anything uh, in Ario for for that that setting except on the other you know the other guitars. So mm -hmm. and uh, also I I wanted just to be different. I wanted uh, Black Beauty. Yeah. <laughs> Is it a black beauty? It's Ricky Phillips, ladies and gentlemen. It's Ricky Phillips. Why do they call it a black beauty? Dick? Because it's black. Because uh, okay. it's a beauty. So is that a white beauty right That's there? That's a white beauty. It? Yes, it's a black beauty, black and white beauty in white. So if it was, if I got a black felt pen, I could probably make that a black and white beauty. Yes, okay. you can do whatever you want. Sweet. Because Rick, ladies and gentlemen, Ricky Phillips. I love Ricky Phillips. Thank you very much. <laughs> Sweet. All right. Like that. You want that? Here, just that. in the nicotine. Yeah. Wow. You're so, up. Who, you're up next, aren't you? I hope not. If I have to, this will. Take this back. This is heavy. Do you play that, really? Yeah. Not just for looks, right? Well, sometimes, yeah. They're right. awful looks. Oh, my God. Did you feel that? Yes. That's how he does yeah, it. I can, I can handle it. So none, none of these are chambered? Uh, no. no. I don't believe so. No. Okay. Ricky's a chambered, right? 
I have a couple that are chambered. The two that I, I actually designed are chambered. Um, this gives it a little different tone, but you carry on, my son, and... Uh, this is kind of fun. I like this. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. we met in like 81, I think. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. And uh, did a lot of session work together and did, did I didn't a like lot. him then either. <laughs> but he was playing, you were playing all Fenders back then, weren't you? Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. the next next that's one I'm going to. Next right. racco. Well, speaking of, right. thank you for the segment, Ricky. Yeah, that's good. That's we'll segue there. And now I'm going to get out of your way. The Back on the road, Strat with a Floyd, uh, mm -hmm. Fender Custom Shop as well. Uh, maybe this one... Um, John Cruz is a friend of mine, and John, you know, relic this all up and and put a Seymour 59. I love that in a Strat. You know, mm -hmm. if you want a humbucker, Seymour 59. I'm a, I'm Seymour and Dorsey, and I love Seymour Duncan mm -hmm. pickups. And what type of strings do you use on your guitars? Uh, Dean Markley nines. Nines. Yeah. On all of them, no matter the scaling. It doesn't matter. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. And uh, we've dropped down a couple of things in, in E flat, and the strings hang right in there. No problem. No problem with them. And uh, that's the backup, a Sunburst to to the cream one here, you know, a couple of a couple of things are are, are um, spears, you know. Right. Uh, Tell me about the Telecasters you have right here. Well, they <laughs> they 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 look like Fenders, but they're uh, a buddy of mine, Bill Nash, Nash yeah. Guitars. Mm -hmm. um, he I I wanted a Jeff Beck one, and uh, the Fender color wasn't quite right on that one and, and Bill made me this one and it's it's just it screams yeah, you know yeah. and uh, he made it like the color of Jeff Beck's and all kind of like the where the wear marks were I really love Jeff Jeff Beck and uh, Bill made this for me I love Bill he's a good friend of mine and and also uh, <coughs> then I wanted the police one he made my Jeff Beck so good I said I wanted uh, Andy, Summers. Andy Summers so he did the Andy Summers without the knob Andy had another knob I said I don't want another knob yet but it's pretty much a copy and Seymour Duncan pickups I see yeah Seymour Duncan stacks yep. yeah they scream this, these things yeah. rock uh, and just a, an explorer that I picked up from Dave's guitar shop and um, I really like the feel of it. I was going to get a new one, and then he had this used one around, and it just, wow, the, just the neck was phenomenal. I didn't even know what year it is, like probably 90s or something. I don't right. know. And then uh, another uh, custom shop, uh, double neck. I have three of them. I have a black one, a white one. And is this and for the one. Jimmy Page portion of the set? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ario does Jimmy Page, does <laughs> Zeppelin, you know? Uh, I love these guitars. Mm -hmm. These are these phenomenal guitars, and the uh, my white one is so heavy. I just use it in the studio. They had a custom black one I used for for years, and then and then the new one here, this red one, is so light. Yeah. You know, I, I took it out in a row. So I, I love Gibson so much, and Gibson acoustics. I don't know if you can see they're kind of mm -hmm. buried here, uh, which is a J two hundred, right here. Beautiful, beautiful acoustic guitar. I, I just love the the way they sound. And what do you use those on? Um, well, Kevin sometimes he does acoustic things, you know, by himself, or him and I do a do a little acoustic thing, or some of the band, depending on you know, what night we are, if we're by ourselves or whatever, we do a, a little acoustic thing. Mm -hmm. So I break them out. Right now, we're with these three things, we're doing all electric, you know. Right. It's just a short set, and we get out there and rock, and and then uh, a J185 right here, 12 string, which is the same color, and. Uh, <laughs> I love Gibson Gibson acoustics. I have a, some Martins at home as well, but uh, for live I lean towards the Gibsons, you know, more myself. Excellent. Well, let's walk over and look at your pedal board and, and okay. look at your rack. Ladies and gentlemen, I just want to meet, meet uh, Tony Bird. He takes care of my stuff. Without him, I'd be lost. So this is the, my whole rig, starting the rig off. 
that Tony just takes care of all this stuff, and it's amazing. I call it the Rack of Doom. The Rack of Doom. The Ring of night. Mortis. And, you know, he makes it, <laughs> makes it go. It makes it I work. I make it go. And, and, uh, I make it go. Uh, we start, it's a hard job, I know that. It's a very hard job. It's we start all day off, <laughs> all day and night. Um, we start off with these uh, 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 JCM 800, 2210 heads. I love them. I got 14 of them. Tony keeps switching them out because they're old. Yeah. And I keep trying to find some new ones to replace them, and I just can't. Are they all pretty stock? You haven't? Stock, yeah. yeah. They're we all get them stock. Retubed and biased pretty much after the beginning of every year because we like to start the year out fresh we go over everything you know any problems we try to suss things out like that but then you're gonna have problems on the road no matter what but the major problems are taken care of early Right. And these, you know, these heads are getting old, so I'm trying to find a replacement. But it just, I, I love these 2210s, and I keep telling Marshall to try to reissue them, and they just, uh, they just keep making more heads with more knobs on them. Yeah. I don't understand <laughs> it. <laughs> it's a two-channel. It's simplicity. Yep. It's, it's it's the best. It's a best distortion sound with Marshall. I ever heard. I don't use any distorted distortion pedals. It's just the head, right. and it's killer. And we change our our speakers. We have three Marshall cabinets up there, and uh, Celestian. Uh, 75 watt uh, are in there and we change them like every other year I like them yeah. fresh mm -hmm. so every every other season I change them and uh, uh, Rick at Celestian helps me out over there he's, he's a great guy mm -hmm. great guy and I love Celestian speakers and this is a, I see this is a Bradshaw design rig and this down here is what you see kind of out on the floor right so tell us a little bit about how you kind of organize the patches to go through the set list and uh, and how you kind of control this whole monster rig from where you're at <laughs> it's, it's not very complicated I just kind of like a clean and dirty setting you know um, just a couple of things are on for a couple of delays I like these SPX 90s I know they're they're old and everything but I just love the way they sound and I, I leave them on a little bit a little bit of delay left right you know panning type thing a little bit of reverb the SRV 2000 which this is kind of a Bob's design like yeah. old school you know really from the beginning of Bob Bradshaw kind of designed this thing I just added a couple of pieces to it and I've been going ever since kind of modifying it every year and and the the uh, the clean signal, I just kind of added this uh, DBX compressor to that when I switch over to the clean channel, it goes into the DBX and with a couple of other effects. Mm -hmm. And it goes over to the other side of the Marshall, which is not really a, kind of a clean channel, but with the DBX, it kind of cleans it up a little bit and compresses it. Yeah. So it, it, it works for that channel. But otherwise, it, these amps would be able for like rhythm and then lead. It wasn't really clean, you know? So I kind of... Um, a little less gain on that channel. Yeah, sure. it makes it when the DBX really cleans it up and kind of compresses it, and, and it makes it, it makes it clean. So it works. It kind of like it sounds like a Fender basement almost, yeah. you know, which is really cool. So everything's working, working great, and this is. And you also have some kind of like Holy Grail TC electronic delay and, and flangers. How long have you had those in the rack? Oh my God, years, years. I've been having, you know, the uh, spatial expander. I love this. The old guitar players just love that. You know, I love that unit. It's a just a. Unbelievable chorus, and the uh, 2290, of course, is right. famous. You know, uh, that I use that for long delays. It's on 850 now, just for a long. Dun -dun -dun -dun, it goes left, right. You know, this like a ping pong. Kind yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah. Really cool for just a couple of, you know, stabs here and there, and and the um, 
PCM70, old lexicon that I just love for, you know, delay. And of course, the you know, I think that's a Steve Vai, isn't it? Oh, the harmonizer, <laughs> yeah. It's just the old Steve Vai harmonizer that I've had from day one, you know. It cost me a million dollars when it came out, you know. <laughs> that, and what do you what do you have that kind of set for in your uh, rig? Like, like Back in the Road, Bruce's song, uh, Back in the Road, I used it with the Strat, uh, just to fatten it up. Mm -hmm. You know, fatten it up along the solos and... Most of the song, as a matter of fact, I just kind of, and I, I come in and out with it uh, on certain things, you know, certain certain solos, maybe you want to fatten it up for a solo, it's, it really makes it fat, and, and Bob programmed that, you know, uh, Bob Bradshaw is a big part of this, you know, this whole rig, and I, I, I think Bob's a genius, he's, yeah. he's, he's great, I'm kind of old school in that sense, you know. I, I was going to say, it seems like a lot of times when you find a piece of gear, even if it's 20 years old, and it works for you. You just leave it in there. And I it's, do. Yep. I do. Yeah. If it works for me, I just I just leave it. I don't. You know. I just kind of maintain it. Tony maintains it for me. And you know, if it works, I just I leave it. I I don't dabble in a lot of you know, a lot of stuff. I mean, if there's a new piece once in a while come out, you know, I'll, I'll try it. But yep. mostly I'm old school. You know. And Bob's Bob's mixer, of course. You know. Uh, and the four by fours. I had the old uh, the Rocktron at the beginning, but it, it was uh, it was kind of making a little bit of noise. So Bob says, "I'll build your four by fours and keep your old pedal board." You know, mm -hmm. I'm thinking of upgrading the pedal board, like you said. I think you said the other. Why don't you get a new pedal board? Yeah, I'm like, yeah. okay, you know. <laughs> so I think I'm, that's probably next on the list. Let's pull out your effects racks here and look at the yeah. pedals you have. Yeah, uh, that's kind of system one. That's the main system here mm -hmm. with the two two heads and two cabinets and stereo. Up there, so that's one system, and then in case that, God forbid, that fails, it's it's like on a second Bradshaw whole rig right here, okay. and it's, it's just kind of emulating, you know, those guys there, and you know, it's the same like delay pedals, um, kind of like the harmonizer, which emulates the, the Eventide, and uh, reverb, and a couple of delays here, and uh, chorusing, line six, really great chorus here, uh, you know, emulates the TC. And um, oh yeah, in the bottom of the drawer there, which I don't know if I could pull out, but basically it has um, this Univibe in the bottom drawer mm -hmm. there. I got it here, and this old G4 uh, Leslie simulator. I just I love it. Yeah. I, lo I think I think Bonamassa has this too. I believe I believe he collects these too or mm -hmm. something. I don't know. He told me one time he really liked the like the old Korg G4s. So if you were like say you're doing a fly date, you could pretty much take kind of this top rack and that floorboard on top and be I do. pretty much yeah yeah, yeah. pretty much ready to go like if we do a you know a, a stadium a baseball stadium or something we're on second base or something like that I don't take the main rig we just take this top off here and a couple of Marshall heads that I have spare ones in the truck right. and just put it up there and and the rig is phenomenal you yeah. know that's another Bob Bob design of course <laughs> you know it, it just basically emulates that guy you know right and I have two more rigs like even going down even you know another size at home mm -hmm. like the, the that's the a b and i got c and d at home it's crazy yeah crazy of course i have all Furman, you know power which i i love the Furman company um and the cold cord tuners which are going strong uh nady I've, I've been a nady guy for years and years and years and these 950s are just i don't know phenomenal i started out with the 600 700s 1200s you know and and the the 950s and i just i just can't seem to get away from them and uh, just recently this is the newest uh pieces i've added to my rig is the line sixes wireless and they're, they're a great unit they're mm -hmm. really great units and i've been dabbling with those right now and and uh 
and of course Bob's switching system, all these uh, wireless go into Bob's, yep. which, which is super clean, you know, right. Bob's stuff, I, I like a switching system, and, uh, and then uh, Tony has a Marshall here, which comes out of the top of the head, and goes in there, just a little monitor, over here, another Marshall 112 cabin, 150 watts, yeah, yeah. sidewinder, so he can hear if there's any, you know, any problems or whatever, yeah, he's, you know, and it comes out in, in mono. So tell us a little bit about the, about the picks you're using here. Um, well, these, these picks are uh, Ernie Balls, and they're uh, really, really thin, paper thin. Have you I, always used a thin pick? Yes. Mm -hmm. Well, you know what? I, I, I take that back. When I played in Nugent in the 80s, I had, like, Fender Heavies. And, um, I, I, you know, I, I, I thought they were great and everything. And, and Ted took me to see Eddie Van Halen, like, 1986 or something. And all Eddie's picks were, like, on the floor everywhere. So I thought, wow, this is probably kind of... I mean, he was really, you know, he was God then, you know? Right, right. So I picked up his picks, and I'm like, my God, they're so thin, you know? And that's how he used to do that, you know? Because it gave, you know? If you do a pick slide on these things, they just rip. You might as well throw them away. They're, right, just, right. they're so paper thin. So I picked up all the picks, and I had my, my guy, who <laughs> said Van Halen, on my mic. So I said, don't throw these out. You know, I had my heavies on one side, and I had Eddie's on the other. So I'm like, oh, my God. I said, these are fantastic. And, mm -hmm. and they were, the, the thinner the pick, it's kind of the fatter the sound, because it kind of, you know, it chops through the strings. Mm -hmm. You know, so that's what I think, and, and especially on acoustic guitars. It's just like a fatter sound. And the, the, the heavier the, the, the pick, it was, like, sharper, you know, like, yeah. just, just shrill, you know, and I just like these. So, and it, and it took me a long time to find out the manufacturer of these, because it was like Eddie Van Halen's secret. Secret, <laughs> like, who makes these? Oh, those Eddie's picks. You can't tell anybody in the world where you got these picks. And finally, I dug and dug, and it was, it was Ernie Ball. Mm -hmm. Ernie Ball has these picks, and, and uh, I've been with them, you know, pretty, ever since, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and great company, and I, I love the picks. Excellent. Well, thank you so much, Dave, for taking oh, the time to talk to you. us, man. Thanks, thanks for coming out. Thanks. This is Jason Shadrick with PremierGuitar.com.